Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Papa John's. I am Rich Eisen. We've got a great show in store for you. Maurice Jones-Drew of the Jacksonville Jaguars, fresh off that shocking Hail Mary finish in Jacksonville against the Houston Texans to send the Jacksonville Jaguars to 5-4 and four and Houston to 4-5. and five. Talk about a big swing in a tight division. Maurice Jones-Drew will join me on this podcast, and Billy Bob Thornton will join us on the podcast as well. The Academy Award-nominated actor is in the movie Faster with Dwayne Johnson coming to a theater near you on November 24th. Billy Bob is a big-time Colts fan from Arkansas. He also loves himself some Brett Favre. He was the narrator of the Favre Forever documentary that aired on NFL Network and on CBS a couple years ago. He is a big-time NFL fan, locked in on all uh, the the latest news and all the games. We'll chat with him, talk some ball with Billy Bob Thornton later on. The Worm will join us in the Hot Topic segment with Jeff Schaefer, the very funny executive producer of The League on FX, the show that uh, loves itself some fantasy football. He's also the executive producer of Curb Your Enthusiasm and a producer of Seinfeld and a writer of Seinfeld from back in the day. A very funny man. We'll talk about all the hot topics with them and obviously the hottest topic in the NFL coming out of week number 10 has to involve Michael Vick. What a performance on Monday Night Football. I think it's the best performance ever by a quarterback in the history of the NFL. And I I know, you know, I didn't see uh, quarterbacking in the halcyon days back in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Uh, but what we saw on Monday Night Football by a team on the road in a big-time spot up against the team and the quarterback that stunned them in their own house back in week uh, four, I believe, that to do it on a day that McNabb signs his long-term contract with Washington and expose so many holes defensively and offensively on that team that's celebrating the signing of McNabb and sweeping under the rug with that signing, they thought all the... Uh, the the controversy of the McNabb benching from the last couple of weeks, to think that they could sign McNabb, announce it on the big night uh, under the Monday night lights, and then go ahead and potentially beat the Eagles to sweep them, that was the Redskins' dream. Instead, it turned into an absolute nightmare, a 28 nothing lead after the first quarter, the first for a road team in the history of the NFL, and then Michael Vick did what no other quarterback's been able to do, in the history of the NFL, and that's throw for over 300 yards, rush for over 50, throw for four touchdowns, and score two with his legs. I mean, it was just a 413 total yard from scrimmage extravaganza. And um, in just one night, potentially ending the Redskins season and and ending Kevin Cobb's career as a quarterback in Philadelphia. I mean, how do the Eagles not keep Mc, uh, Vic after this year? I almost said Mick Vic there. But uh, to me, that, you know, that was stunning uh, more than the Patriots shellacking of the Steelers and more than the Cowboys. Yeah, I'll say the Cowboys word. Um, The Cowboys win in uh, the New Meadowlands over the Giants. And we'll talk about all of these topics throughout this edition of the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's that rolls on now with a a Samuel pod again. The folks here at the uh, the NFL Network enjoyed... um, taking my conversation with Philip Rivers from last week's podcast, and as I conducted it, simulcasting part of it live on the Around the League program that you can see at 4 o'clock Eastern every single weekday here on NFL Network during the season. So when I uh, I got Maurice Jones-Drew to call in after, again, that big-time win over the Houston Texans at the last second, only the second time in NFL history that 
a game has ended on a walk-off touchdown of 50 yards or more. Um, with Maurice Jones-Drew calling in, the folks here said, well, let's do a simulpod again on Around the League, so let's get right to it. Gerard steps up. Fires, Mike Sims, Walker, knocked down. Oh, he caught it! Oh, unbelievable! Mike Thomas, touchdown, Jack! Ball game, 50 yards! Wow! The wildest ending to a game this year, and that is saying a lot. We'll get a chance to hear from the guy that caught that Hail Mary later in the show. First, though, Rich Eisen has a guest on his podcast that Mike Thomas knows well, and Rich, I believe it is somebody who enjoys grocery shopping yes. and high fashion. Yes, and he loves in, in making that into an interpretive touchdown dance, <laughs> Lindsay Soto. That is my guest right here, the first one on the Rich Eisen podcast, presented by Papa John's. Billy Bob Thornton will be later on in the podcast, but right now I have another three-name star. That would be Maurice Jones-Drew. How are you, Maurice? I'm doing great. I can't believe I'm going on before Billy Bob Thornton. You, you are. You are because it's unbelievable. that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the way that's the way it rolls here in the NFL. I mean, if this was you know like the E Channel instead of NFL Network, we, we might have him on before you. But here, the, this is where you rule the roost, my friend. You understand? I, I understand. I, I mean, I, I only can say I'm blessed, and yes. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Ah, you come know, you on, bless man. Me. You know bless that. Me, Rich. Well, listen. Plus, you know, when Billy Bob walks the red carpet, he doesn't do uh, a dance in my honor, as you have done twice uh, on uh, on the football field. Here we're watching you do, I guess, what, what is this from uh, from uh, the Chappelle show? You let me know that that's what this is, the dance you yeah. have what is it? You know, that's Tyrone Biggums. That's his little dance when he when he does something great off the Chappelle show. And right. a couple of my buddies, we went to UCLA game uh, the week before us. We had a bye week, and they were like, "Oh, you should do the you know the Chappelle dance." And I was like, "You know what? I haven't scored a lot this year, so if I do get in, I'll do it for you." Well, we're gonna make you do another dance in in, in later on. Uh, I'm gonna try and convince you to do another dance. Uh, in for me, I'll be honest. It's got nothing to do with anything else. It's got to do with just feeding my uh, my ego here, and I'm gonna do that later on. But I, I want to um, I want to first talk about this this hail mary. What was your vantage point on that big finish? Uh, well, I couldn't see too much. Uh, you know, I was blocking, uh, helping block one of the defensive ends, and mm-hmm. uh, when I turned around, I saw David already threw it. So. I was just kind of ready for the the ref to kind of you know do the incomplete pass and you know get ready for overtime. And uh, next thing I know, I hear all this screaming and yelling and people running off the sidelines. And I look and there's Mike Thomas running with the ball in the middle of the end zone. So, you know, my first thing was to let the guy give him some room and let's do a soul train line because it was such a big game. I mean, everybody should go in there and dance. Right. But then the other guys they didn't get the memo, so they wanted to jump on him, which is okay. I, I think that's cool. But if we kind of would have circled up and everybody would have got a chance to dance in there, I right. think that would have been all right. It's pretty amazing with all the screaming and yelling that you said you were hearing. I can't believe you could hear Gus Johnson all the way down there. Morris. You know what? I, I, I've heard that you, you've, you've kind of said that Gus gets these games. I don't know if the it's announcing gods love him. It's unbelievable. But He's a magnet for this stuff on CBS <laughs> game. Do you know if he has, does he have your game this week against the Browns? Because if he does, you're going to overtime. Does he, I, I know. I, I hope you know not. not. I, I hope not. <laughs> <Yeah>. You already <laughs> had enough. Your hands full. And Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas. Is he is he walking around? Because uh, he's going to be on on around the league later on. Is he is he walking around like he planned this? What's his What's his reaction here? Uh, he's. St- I, I think he's like everybody else. Still shocked it happened. You know. Uh, 
it, it never really happens that way for us. In the last couple of years I've been here, it's always been, you know, we're on the other side of it. And, and to get that to happen, especially to a guy like who's worked so hard, he's been, you know, obviously coming off last year, having a good year, and then starting this year off well. And uh, to see that guy do it, it was it was, it was was good, you know. And, and the pass was really intended for Mike Sims Walker, who was getting mugged the whole way down the field. So <laughs> well, that's what happens. That's what hap- that's what happens in those plays, uh, Maurice. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss off the television audience right now and let you know that for the rest of this conversation with Maurice Jones-Drew, log on to NFL.com/slash Rich Eisen, or of course iTunes for not just this podcast but the entire uh, season's worth of podcasts. We've been doing this every single Tuesday. Uh, since the outset of the season, we're going to continue to do it. So uh, right now, I'm going to send it back to around the league and then uh, chat some more with Maurice Jones-Drew here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Great to look forward to seeing All right, just me and you now, Maurice, and the rest of the world wide right. web. Okay, so uh, Mike, Mike Thomas catches this ball. Does this make you feel, because you said that in the last couple of years, you haven't felt this sort of uh, mojo, mojo. And uh, so do you feel like this is this is going to be a, some wind at your backs, that this is going to have a long-lasting sort of destined-like effect for you? It's definitely a sign, I think, you know, but uh, in order to make it a destiny or fate, if you, if you want to call it that, is we have to work even harder now, you know, because obviously teams are noticing us a little bit. Um, we're winning some great games. We, we put two and two together, so we have a tough Cleveland team who loves to run the ball and they play solid defense. And, uh it's going to be a tough task. And, you know, it's crazy Colt McCoy falls to the third round like I did. And uh, he's uh, making plays. So he got passed up a little bit. He has a chip on his shoulder. And, and it's good to see, you know, these young guys playing. So we have a lot to work on. We didn't play a great game, but we found a way to win. And so uh, we've got to continue to build off uh, our mistakes and off of what we did well and then continue to go. When are you going to let that draft thing go, Maurice? I think you've already proved yourself. When are you going to let that go? Uh, it, I'll never let it go. Never. The, what, never. What, what, what was your overall pick? What were you picked? 60. 60th overall. Yeah. So that's the back end yeah. of the second round, I think. So you just, yeah, the back, you, it, you just, it, down, it, you just downgraded end. yourself to third round. Soon, soon you're going to be undrafted in these stories. It's like a fish I, story, I, man. You never, and I might be like, you know, if it was this draft, I'd have been second day. So <laughs> you would have been second you day You are now. true. At least you were still a first day draft pick back then. But seriously, you, you still wear this? I, I know you keep a list. Is that a true story? You keep a list of teams that, that passed you up? Oh, there's a list. There's always a list of, of being made of how people talked, you know, uh, before the draft and, and all those things. That means it's something to keep you motivated. I think the best players in this league, there's always something to motivate. Marine Lewis, he uses people saying that he's too old or, or I don't know, Randy Moss, people saying he's, he's, he's done because he's been, you know, traded or cut or whatever it may have been. You know, those guys use that motivation. Tom Brady just, you know, trying to be the best paid man and wanting to continue to strive to win Super Bowls. You know, something's going to motivate you. And, you know, my personal motivation is everybody picking up on me. I feel I should have went number one. So, right. you know, still trying to prove that. But, I mean, you left You left early, right? You left UCLA early. And, right. and, and a lot of people thought that was a mistake at the time. And, 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 and you are still, to this day, using that sort of um, – talk about you years ago as fodder when you're out there on the field you're going to take that on the field with you against the browns because they were one of the teams that passed up on you yeah and that they dogged us at the end of the season last year so yes that hurt too (laughs) you could you could have used that game that you guys could use that game what's the identity of this team maurice uh 
You know, it it's crazy because it used to be run and play style defense. I still think our defense is uh, coming along. We have a lot of young guys out there that are playing, but um, our, our offense is it's changed so much. We're an explosive offense. I mean, we have so many different weapons from Zach Miller. Mercedes Lewis, Mike Thomas, Mike Sims Walker, Greg Jones, Tyquan Underwood, David, myself, uh, Daisy Karimbas, our kickoff returner, backup running back, Rashad Jennings, who's who's a special teams blocked, I think, two or three punts this year, and he, he's a backup running back as well. We have so many weapons of guys that can get the ball in space and make plays that, you know, not only can we run the ball and throw the ball, but we can be explosive doing it. And, uh, you know, we just want to continue to be an explosive offense and, and uh, do whatever we can to help our team out. How are, you fa- team that, huh? How are your fantasy teams doing? Oh, man. Well, one of them is 7-2-1. and one. You tied? And, yeah, I don't know how it happened. That's it unbelievable. Was, do, you use, do you use, like, decimal points in your league? Because there's some leagues, well, like my NFL.com league, which I'm the Bernie Kukars, by the way. Um, okay. uh, the Bernie Kukars, you know, can't tie basically because there's there are percentage down to decimal points. It's like tenths and one hundred percentages of points that we get. Well, you know, one team, one. I'm in a league like that where it's a PPR league, and uh, that that I'm not doing so. I'm four and six in that one, in the bottom of the in the bottom of I guess the league. But we we won two in a row, so we're we're on our way back up. This other league I'm in mean, is a touchdown league, and. And it's kind of with the front office guys at the Jaguars, and oh. that's the bragging. That's the bragging. You know, every day I come in, I'm, I'm number one right now. I'm seven two and one. I'm number one. I'm bragging on the other. <laughs> on the other one, I'm trying to get back up. So hopefully, I can turn this thing around. It's all pretty much the whole team is around me. So if I don't do well, the team doesn't do well. So hopefully, we can continue to work hard. Did you go against Vic this week in any of your leagues? Because that's that's the bad position to be in. This I'm in one league where somebody had uh, Vic and Jeremy Macklin down 67 points going into last into Monday night, one by one point. Took it down by wow. one point because of because there are some bonuses and stuff like that. Did you go against Vic in any of those? No. Games? I didn't go against Vic, but our equipment manager, uh, our assistant equipment manager, George Pelser, he has uh, he has Michael Vick, and he was down. I mean, this is a touchdown league, so rushing, you know, is six points, passing is five points, oh, whatever boy. it may be. Uh, Vic had thirty-five points oh, in that league, and a, so he beat him by he beat a team by himself. There's there a team that scored I think twenty-five points, mm-hmm. and Vic had thirty-five. So obviously he. Had, it was a historical day for fantasy football if you had Michael Vick. Well, you know how you mentioned that the league that you're in and, and you're with the front office people, that that's the one that you really want to win out of all the other ones? I'm in three leagues. There's one one. There's one amongst all my buddies here in Los Angeles that I want to win more than the other ones, and I'm going against you in that league Uh-oh. this week. Oh, man. So sorry. do me a favor. Just uh, <laughs> slide down around the one. Someone else will take it in. You know what I mean, Garrard? Let Garrard sneak it. Let Garrard sneak it. Take it. Take it to the half inch. Take a knee, and then. Well, how am I supposed to do your dance? Now you're talking. Okay, so let's do this. If you score, at least I can have, I can have the fact that you're doing a dance in my honor. How about what? What should the dance be? It should be the I'm sorry you're losing in your fantasy league because I'm scoring dance. Or uh, what do you I'm, think? Because you're really you're you're good at this. What should it be? You, I mean, I can look at my watch and be like, you know, what time is it? Okay. Meaning what? Or, like, because the, the time is the, the timing's bad for me. What does that mean? What time? Yeah, the timing's bad because we're doing a podcast and then I'm facing you in fantasy. <laughs> 
Okay. So you, you score and then you, you look at your, do you wind the watch? Do you wind your watch up? What do you do? And then you, you pull it to your ear to see if it's ticking. What do you do? Because I don't want you to just like look at your watch. I mean, you got well, to well, put more figure, in it. Let's figure something out. Let's 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 really think about this. Let's it doesn't do it. have to be the watch. Okay. I, I mean, what do you what do you want to see? How about this? Dance? How about what's well, my dance? But I don't want you to look bad because I'm a white guy. You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come up with something <laughs> that makes you look good. You know, uh, you don't see me on the dance floor. You know, uh, scoring touchdowns. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, but how about this? How about this? You you reach your arm out like you're holding a microphone. All right. And All right. and it, you, you move your head around like you're asking the question and then you swing around to the other side and you hold out the microphone and you answer it like I'm interviewed, uh, like it, you're being interviewed. You're doing I like that. And you call it I the, like that. and you call it the Randy Moss because you're answering your own questions. I like it. I, I think, think that'll be done. Do you like that? Yeah, That's, I can't believe I didn't think of that before. So, but and then, but then when they ask you afterwards on ESPN, you can't do what you did at the at the Pro Bowl where you ducked no. it. You ducked it. No. You didn't want to mention Rich Eisen ran NFL Network because you were on ESPN. And you thought that that would be offensive to them, which it's not. I haven't burned any bridges there. I'm cool okay. with that. So if Ed, I, didn't, I didn't know, the, I, I understand. I so were. if Ed Werder or 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 Rachel Nichols comes running up to you after the game or whatever, whoever's there, and asks you, Sal Pal, who, what what's the dance? It, I did it for Rich Eisen. It's called the Randy Moss, where I'm answering my own questions. Oh, I got you, perfect, fantastic. See now, what am I going to do? Because I can't have you score. I can't have you score. But now, now I want you to score. I'm totally conflicted. What have you done to me, Morris Jones? Drew? I, I don't know, but hopefully we can, you know, <laughs> make this thing work. <laughs> oh man, you are the best. When when do I see you in Los Angeles again after the season? Do you come back yeah. on a on a on a day off? You can't come back on a day off, can you? you well, I uh, yeah, I know it's tough to come back now, but I know as soon as the season's over, I'll be out there. I'm gonna go out there and uh, try to finish up some classes at school too, as oh, well. Is that, so is that you right? Yeah, is that what are you what are you gonna take? Uh, I have a lot of you know. I left after two years, so yes. I got a couple of classes I gotta finish. Up. <laughs> I should think so. <laughs> do you, do you know? Do you, uh, so uh, seriously, in your off time, you're grabbing a curriculum or something like that and choosing which courses you want to take. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, obviously, I'm a, a history major with a minor in business, so it'll be obviously maybe a Spanish class. I might need to finish up a language class. Okay. So I might take Espanol. Okay. C. Gracias. <laughs> e two. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna try to throw it out there. I love it. Well, listen, uh, I, I, that's great to know. That's see, that's neat stuff, Maurice Jones Drew. And how many, how many, how many kids you have now? You have two. I have two and one on the way. Oh. I have a little baby factory. How old are your kids? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be the remarkable three under three soon. Three under three. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Oh my God, you're. I would. I would say you're almost cromarty like right there, Maurice. That's... I'm a mach- well, you know, it's all with the same woman though. <laughs> I'm good. a machine. That's good. You are... <laughs> you're a scoring machine. I I'm love... a machine. You're too much. <laughs> hey, Maurice. Thanks for taking the time. I always love chatting with you and uh so again we're 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 locked down on this dance everyone who listens to this podcast is going to be locked in to randy moss for the randy moss where you're answering your own questions and when the espn people ask you who it is or anybody obviously you got to drop my name got to do it i'll drop i'll drop the dime on you (laughs) (laughs) maurice thanks again man 
All right, Rich. That's, see you later. You bet. That's the Pro Bowler, Maurice Jones-Drew, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Podcast, presented by Papa John's, The Worm, and Jeff Schaefer with some hot topics. Jeff Schaefer, the... Uh, the executive producer of The League on FX and also Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO joins The Worm for some hot topics with Billy Bob Thornton waiting in the wings on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's. One play can change the game. One new channel will change Sunday afternoons forever. This season, watch the best plays as they happen, live in HD. NFL Network Red Zone. Every touchdown, every game. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Podcast, presented by Papa John's. We've already had a nice, spirited chat, as always, with Maurice Jones-Drew, the gregarious running back, multiple threat, of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then we have uh, Billy Bob Thornton, whose movie Faster is coming out on November 24th to a theater near you with Dwayne Johnson. But whatever you do, don't call him The Rock anymore. He's Dwayne Johnson. He's with Billy Bob Thornton. We're going to have Billy Bob later on the podcast. Uh, that now moves on to the Hot Topic segment. Welcome uh, to the program, the one and only The Worm. Hi, Rich. Jason Worms, our senior producer here at NFL Network, a man who is uh, who's slowly becoming an international media star. We'll talk about that in a minute. Thrilled to welcome back to the Hot Topic segment, back for a second time here on the Rich Eisen Podcast, the executive producer along with his lovely wife, Jackie Marcus Schaefer of The League on FX, the fantastically hilarious, uh, I guess, send-up uh, and also reality show in many ways of uh, fantasy football. Jeff Schaefer, good to see you back on the program. I'm thrilled to be back. I'm thrilled to be in the company of you and The Worm. Good to have Always a pleasure. Oh, this is, this is, this, this is a classic combination. Sure. This is a classic because you you guys met uh, watching games here at the network a yeah, couple of yeah. seasons ago, right? This is comfort food. This is the mac and cheese of the podcast. <laughs> this is the comfort food of the it's podcast. More, it's more like I do like what what is it? <laughs> Are you going to go kasha varnishes or something like that? What are you going to do? It's it's really. Uh, I mean, it's the pot roast. It's, it's the pot roast. It's the it's the comfort food. It's of the a, pot. Uh, I agree it's with a you. Shot of cholesterol. My brother loves this segment more than any other segment. And I, by the way, I, you you are you're you're a stealth tweeter, right? You're on Twitter just to observe. You don't tweet, correct? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Twitter voyeur. You're a Twitter voyeur. I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, for the show, fans of the show are big, right. big, big, uh, big tweeters, and right. we love it. We can actually, you can actually watch the show when it's on, mm-hmm. on Twitter, because they just start tweeting lines and tweeting lines. You know exactly where we are in the show. And that's at the League FX. Yeah. That's your Twitter handle yeah. for your program. And and you, through that portal, are, are peeping on other people's tweets. You're, yeah, you're, and it's you're, great. You're a tweet peeper. I'm a tweet peeper. I'm a, I'm a little, okay. I, I tweet peep. <laughs> he tweet peeps. And so let me tell you something. At Worm underscore 66. Got on Twitter at the outset of this podcast. How many followers do you have now? Well over 300, right? <sighs> Almost 400. See, and, and the, the folks internationally love him. And, and uh, I'm sorry. Now, when we say internationally, mm-hmm. are we are New we Zealand? Talking, are, can Australia. Canada internationally? No, 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 no. no. Oh. New Zealand, mm-hmm. Finland, UK, all over the UK. Isle of Man, Isle of Wight. Dude from Isle of Wight sent me, and I said, "Rowing back, Isle of Wight Festival. Need to get there." You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the world's great music festivals every year. And and for those uh, who don't have the benefit of, of of watching this podcast, but you can't, uh, Worm just uh, acted as if he was texting on his BlackBerry. When he when he talked about the tweet that he sent it out right there, he used he used the the it's not like you it's air texted you air texted in a way right yeah, there. Yeah, it, it's international. Symbol. So worm a couple of podcasts because I know you're a busy man. You're not only uh, uh, editing and and uh, creating 
You're 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 also uh, shooting Curb Your Enthusiasm, for which you're also an executive producer. Uh, I am right shooting now, Curb right? Enthusiasm today. Today, wow! This hey. is uh, this is. Are my... you directing this episode as well? Or? Uh, no, you we... couldn't. You couldn't leave to do no, this. If no, no. There's another director today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, there in my uh, as writer, executive producer. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at lunch right now, so I'm spending my lunch. <laughs> this is. I mean, it's a little lunchtime podcast. <laughs> That is so, nourishing. I know. So you can't, you can't. Uh, I, I don't expect you to download and listen to all these podcasts while while you have in your downtime. So I'm going to stipulate that you probably did not hear a couple of weeks ago uh, in advance of the London game between San Francisco and Denver. We had a uh, a report from across the pond from special Rich Eisen podcast UK reporter Nigel Spackle, who sounded quite a bit like Worm doing a, a British accent. Yes. But, yes. he, but Nigel Spackle really exists, correct? Yes. And, and, he, and, and he's in Bosnia, Herzegovina Well, he, right he was now? in where Bosnia he? Right. Where is and he made now? his way back mm-hmm. to Thurs- for Thursday Night Football. Oh, he did? Yes. I offered him up. I said, when you get there, go to the varsity, get a double right. steak, onion ring, right. orange whip. And he, and he said, and you Twitter, <laughs> there, there's someone on Twitter as Nigel which, Spackle. Which leads me to he's a real person now. Somebody, somebody created a Twitter handle, at Nigel Spackle. So the nonsense of this podcast See, is, it's you were actually it's you're, multiplying. Yeah, There's you're actually you're creating you're creating fake lives. I, fake. I'm so proud of that. Yeah, I'm so proud of it. so this this you worm. I, I can't tell you how proud yeah, I am. Of you. I'm so proud of it. I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And by the way, I should mention since, uh, just to talk about the league for a second that yes. uh, we're now in uh, I would say friendly competition mm-hmm. uh, because the league is on uh, 10:30. Uh, on FX on Thursday. Thursday nights, right. And the NFL has graced Thursday once yes, again. Yes, we're on so, now. Yeah, so I feel like uh, being on the same night as you guys makes me feel like... Uh I feel like Luke Longley during Jordan's Bulls, you know, where Jordan would score like 50 yeah. and he would get four. And that Australian tomato can would go to the bars going, yeah, me and oh, yeah. Jordan scored 54. 54 together. We got 54 tonight. The ring looks the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So thank you, for, thank you for classing up Thursday. I appreciate that. I appreciate the analogy that we are the Jordan and you're the Luke Longley in that analogy. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I would, of course, I'd upgrade your, your, your show from Luke Longley. but at ten, And, and uh, your show... Is your the cast of the league is making an appearance this week at a at a National Football League stadium? Yes, they will be. Uh, they are will be performing uh, before uh, the uh, the Vikings Packers game at the uh, Mall of America at Mall of America. So they're going to be there. I think in the uh, in whatever in that sort of that pregame festivities, they're mm-hmm. going to be performing in the uh, now the Mall of America field Mall of America in the Metrodome. Field. Is yes. what you're saying? So yes. okay, because I don't want people to go schlep them, you know, oh, no, no, to no, the no, Cinnabon no, no. or something should, like right, that, or right, you no, know, no, they're not the food court between the Sabaro and the Cinnabon. Uh, they're going to have a little booth. Uh, if you just sign up for a League Mastercard, <laughs> right. you get a free T-shirt. But no, of course, gonna, we, we frown upon Sabaro here on the on the yes, Papa John's course. podcast, of course, right? No sponsored podcast, but no, but I understand. So they will be. What do you mean performing? I think. They're going to be. They're going to be sort of uh, mock drafting. What are uh, they no, doing? They, well, actually, the league. The guys are all stand-ups, and they've actually been oh, touring just... around. They've been touring around uh, the country. They've performed in uh, uh, D.C., New York, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they actually do a show. They they have uh, they each have their own stand-up, and then they also do uh, some material that's related to the show. Uh, it's really fun. They are. They're, they're and this crazy. will be before on the field. Before uh, the they're going to do it in the uh, in the area. The there's always there's there's an atrium of, of some sort. There's a big festivity place where all the people you know before it's like a uh, mm-hmm. tailgating sort of section right. where everyone sort of goes and and can actually hang out in the uh, non-freezing environment. Well, Vikings fans could use a laugh right now. Yeah. So I, I think that Oof. that might be that Is might that, be appropriate. Yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a dark it's a dark time in a dark in a in the dark north. <laughs>
that's the that's the jaller horn just <laughs> falling flat. Disintegrating jaw. It is the sound of Armageddon. Since when did the worm turn into Michael Winslow <laughs> Police Academy? <laughs> what where did that where did that come from? Hey, that making is, sound that effects. Is one now. of the greatest things ever. The Jala horn? The, the horn is amazing. Oh, I love that well, thing. No well, horn. not when the Giants are playing. I think there, you but. could stick a fork in the horn. Yeah, there, there it is. Oh, oh. there's the Jala horn. I like it. Can you stick a fork in the horn? You stick a fork in it? You have to, right? They have to win out. They, they gotta still, win out. They still have a mathematical chance. Ten and six would be good. Sure. But how do they go ten and six? Not, not, not. Don't they still have to play? They have, the Packers game is going to end it. Yeah, the Packers get the Bears. The Packers game would end it. Of all the teams to be able to stick the fork in mm. Favre's career, because I, I, this is definitely it. The thirty-first rated passer in the NFL. Yeah, did you, this stat is remarkable. The 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 Vikings have turned the ball over twenty-three times in the twenty ten season. Twenty-one yeah. of those turnovers, Brett Favre. Sixteen picks, five fumbles. Twenty-one. I, I don't think we should spend time talking about how. Uh, Poorly, he's performed this season. I think we should spend time talking about how well he's going to perform next year in the CFL. You think so? Just, <laughs> the 55 yard line just, for him. He, he will beckons. Just, he's just going to keep playing somewhere. Or the, or the UFL, or I mean, WFL. He he is um, he has just been off. He'd be great on Memphis Southman or the Birmingham Americans. Are you the going? Old, you're going. What, what is World that? League? World the, Football League. World League of World, that's no, WLAF. No, 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 World Football League. The WFL. 19, no, World 1974. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's got that. What Zonka it? and Kick went to the Memphis South. Does that mean Brett goes in the hot tub time machine to go back there? <laughs> I don't know if we should go there or not, but <laughs> I, I think they're they're done. I'm going to put a fork in him right now. I'm putting a fork in the Minnesota Vikings. Their offensive right now. line play has been awful. Well, they don't run behind Hutchinson. They can't. They never run behind they're not, him. They're, they're they going, need one yard. They're running right all the time. What are you doing? That guy's going to have a gold jacket on one day in Canton. You got McKinney at a Pro Bowl. You got a Hall of Famer. They never mess. run left. It's in a mess. They never run left. And Sidney Rice is coming back, and it's just like, you know, thanks for coming. Thanks for playing. You know, they're three and six. Is he actually coming back this week? Yeah, yeah. he is. So maybe he can maybe he could be the opening act to the to the league. Yeah. No, we'll show a little some little hip x-rays, and then the league goes on. Uh. <laughs> and make everyone feel better. Uh, it's, it sounds like a procedural drama right there. <laughs> yes. a procedural right there. So, uh, so they're done. How about uh, your Seattle Seahawks? Let's talk about them, Jeff Schaefer. You, you, you're you're that bizarre. For those of you who may not remember, uh, Jeff is that bizarre Seahawk Brown yes. hybrid totem pole bad helmet. So all in one. So you you uh, you were running the gamut this past week. This was well. There's two things Let's, to talk about the Browns for a second. I mean, mm. the you know just you had the tie. You had if they, should they have played for the tie? No, they. And by the way, if they had just tackled, I don't know what happened on that last play. They, they, they gave up 30 seconds before the the game expired. Yes. That was it. Was just a, it was poor tackling. And you know, I don't know how you feel about ties. I think we actually said it on the show once. Which it was about a fantasy football matchup. But the tie is does not. I don't feel like belongs in football because football is about proving that you're better than someone. Right. Not that you're just as good. You know, this isn't. What would we say? We said this isn't communism. Everyone's not wearing ill-fitting blue jeans and coveting Billy Joel cassette tapes. It's just, it uh, doesn't feel right. I have one from, like, the Budokan in Tokyo from, from, from like, 89. Right. It's good. Excellent. But, so, so... So they, they, they just, I mean, I just, but at that point I was like, oh, just please get the tie, please, because it would have been... They're on their three-yard line. That was the issue. Oh. They you really, you know what, it's, it, it, that, that is a really difficult call. 
for the coaching staff because you don't want to play mentally. You don't want to play for the Jets had only one timeout. Left. Jets only had one timeout. So that there was first a minute forty. And and Colt McCoy had had the uh, yes. was a tight end. Was it Watson yeah. streaking down the field? Yeah, one it, of the was, it was a tough call. He just call. overthrew him. If he had hit him, that might have been a ninety-seven yarder walk off right it's there. A, yeah, it's a real tough call. Colt I mean, McCoy's the guy. That's right. Do we make that he, call right now? Yes, he's he the is. guy in Cleveland. He is the guy. He is. They stop looking. Have. Stop looking. No need to draft. Stop looking. No draft around him now. Yeah, right. That's what they need. They need they need they need some, a little more help. But he's, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that they that it was a third round pick, and and word was that uh, Holmgren had to be convinced to take him yeah. in the third round, and look what he's become. Well, Mac Brown. And, and by the way, by the way, it's not like he's 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 taken on the dregs and uh, he's he started against the Steelers, then he beats the Saints, then he beats the Patriots, and he damn near took down the Jets. He was super in that game. And, I mean, Peyton Hillis has been helping. Yes, he has. I mean, he has been a monster. I know. There was times in that game I think the Jets were hoping that uh, the Browns would take out that Peyton and put in Curtis Payne. Who said that? (laughs) I did. No, 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 on the broadcast. Who said? I I said. Who said on the broadcast? By the way, you cannot make enough Curtis Painter references for my book. Okay. Who said on the broadcast that the reason Peyton Hillis fumbles the ball is because his arms are too big? That, oh, that is was, quite uh, possibly the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It was the Sims Nance, so it was either one of That two was the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Could have been Nance. Saying he's too strong. Right. He's too big. That's like, that's like when people write in their college essays, my only flaw is that sometimes I try too hard. That, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he needs to, I don't know. Uh, he, well, he with, do but with biceps <laughs> like that, he's got a future in refereeing. Yes. I'll tell you that. Yes. You know. He had quite a game at Hockey League this At week. Hockey League did the Rams 49ers Holy game. smokes. That went in mean, overtime, too. I mean, the, Ram, the, the Niners had, he, he uh, had three flags to call back three touchdowns for the 49ers, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they were holding left and right, though. Yeah, they were. How about your Seahawks, speaking of the NFC West? It's, it's amazing. At, you know, sitting there at 5-4, and four, they can, with a win, two wins at home. Win at home against the Rams, mm-hmm. win at home against the 49ers, they can win the division at 7-9. and nine. Uh, I, it, it can happen. Now, and I tell you, I think that the game that we're going to see this weekend, the, uh, the Seattle, uh, Seattle uh, Saints game, is going to be a preview of the wild card matchup, except it's going to be in Seattle. I like it. That's, that means Seattle, because Seattle gets the the home game for winning the West at eight and eight. Maybe at eight and eight. Right. They're going to win the West and the, the defending and the defending world champs lose the division, but have the best record of all wild card teams and have to travel. I like to it. Seattle. I like to it. Play against the twelfth man. You're really going to lose by a lot of points this week, unfortunately. This one will not be pretty. But I mean, yeah. giving Peyton a week on a bye, right? And you and and Seattle just does not play well on the road. They don't play well on the road. They're still they're. Although they f- did play well in Arizona, but I think Arizona's Arizona is. You, I don't think yeah. they. That was yeah. sort of a race to the bottom. <laughs> race to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Hasselbeck played great. The least Has- amazing race. Yeah. No, right. I mean that's that's the, but that's the story of the NFC West. All that needs to happen for mediocrity to triumph is for good teams to stay out of the NFC West. <laughs> and, and if you go from one week to another, you know, when you play the Giants, mm-hmm. you play Charlie Whitehurst. Who Clipboard was, Jesus. Clifford Jesus, yes, and uh, he is quite bad, quite bad. Well, he, he, he wasn't that bad. He was no, no, awful no, against oh, the Giants, oh, oh, oh. but he wasn't bad against Arizona. They pulled him. They, they put oh. Hasselbeck, Hasselbeck got hurt. They went to the sideline. He was so bad, they put him back in with two broken bones in his right. wrist. Well, the thing, he, wasn't, he, had a few, he had two good pass plays, and then there was, there was a 
there was a there was like a, a double move that mm-hmm. he didn't throw, and then he decided to just wing it to the flat. That interception should have been a pick six. He almost he almost had the game. He, he that was a giant mistake on White. He, he almost snatched uh, victory from the jaws of defeat. Or yeah, I, I'm he not must sure. Defeat from the jaws of. Victory. I'm not sure the clipboard Jesus is the, is the Seahawks. The clipboard Jesus. Yeah. I like that. That's nickname a good one right there. Uh, but I do like your prediction right there. Seattle and New Orleans would be a a wild card game for sure. Yeah. Now, and does that does that reek of the uh, the NBC B team announcement uh, that, team? That's, <laughs> that, like, that could be a Mayak special. I don't think that that could that, be a Mayak special. That, that that would either be a Fox. That would be a Fox late because they can't have that. They can't have that as a late I'm on a Sunday. Throw this one out. That's that's not that's, a chance. That's a one thir- that's, that's a one thirty Saturday start. That Pacific time, yes. Four Pacific 30, time. Four thirty. That's what that is. Yes. With with Tom Hammond and Mayak. Well, I will see. I think Mayak with the call. Do you I think this is going to be? Oh, absolutely. Why not? Well, Mayock's the best. Yeah. So that's uh, our prediction. You you predict the game. We predict the announcing yeah, team right. and I the predict- time and the network. That's what we do. And I just I will be in my I will be in my seats as a season ticket holder, mm. screaming my lungs out and praying that they can pull something. Speaking out. of which, mm. announcers, another one of the greatest calls of all time. Have you heard Gus Johnson's call of the uh, of the of the of the hail mary that beat uh, Houston? No, I heard. heard I love Gus Johnson. Seats. Hold on your seats. All that's right. where we have it. Hold on a minute, Sarah. Hit hit it. Gerard steps up. Fires, Mike Sims, Walker, knocked down. Oh, he caught it! Oh, unbelievable! Mike Thomas, touchdown, Jack! Ball game, 50 yards! Whoa! <laughs> that is a, that's an exciting young man. Right, that's not holding. There you go. All right, there it is. He oh, And he tried to do, ha-ha! But he, he couldn't, couldn't get it out. He couldn't. He couldn't, he couldn't get it he out. He couldn't. Because he's just he because I, I think he was in the the lower loge at that point. <laughs> he was hanging out with the microphone, the parabolic microphone. Out he of the box. is. He was running around punching people. He was so excited. He is a freaking magnet for these games. I mean, he every. I said it to you. I tweeted it out to Bill Simmons in the first quarter, and I was wrong. Um, I just tweeted it out to him. Overtime alert. First quarter. Gus Johnson's calling Texans and Jacksonville. And Jacksonville goes up two touchdowns. Dion picked Jacksonville, so he's giving me grief because I, I thought Houston was going to win the game. And I didn't tell that to Maurice Jones-Drew early. But uh, uh, he's like, oh, man, this is over. I'm like, uh, uh, who's calling the game? Who's calling the game? Gus Johnson. Because the football gods know that he will appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. You know? Gus, when he had a good year, year and a half. Last year. He's a magnet. No, last year, nothing. Are you serious? La- nothing. Because well, you know, because you, you, he's the producer of NFL replay games. Oh, yes. So a you, lot of nothing. But this year, every this single year, game. It's the last month for the last He had five the weeks. Jets in Detroit yeah. the week before. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. Games go to overtime or they go right down to the bottom, right down to the wire. I think guess which game he's going to get. Let's get the get. Yeah, let's, here we go. And then we're going to take a break and get Billy Bob Thornton, but then we're going to get well, you we're both gonna back. Love on. So week 11. Uh, here we go. Week 11. Read, read the list. Week the 11, CBS games. The week, week, week 11 CBS games. I love this. I, by the way, I used to do this. Oh, uh, I did it all the time. No, no, no. But I remember I used to do I, I, I used to write a, um, a column every week for NFL.com until I just couldn't handle the, the, the workload anymore, which is another reason why I can't believe how Bill Simmons turns out the copy. But at any rate, I used to try and pick out the, the, uh, the Iron Eagle game of the week. Remember the? <laughs> but, but because he, that was back when not all the games were in HD. Right. So right. I, 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 he always called a game in standard yes. definition because yes. only the top three games. Top CBS three, only right. had the top three. Right. 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 So uh, so uh, what did I call it again? The the uh, the not the iPad game. The i. Um, no gosh, how was, am I blanking on this? I'm blanking on it too. 
the the uh, it was in high def. It was standard def. It was it was um, it was something about it was eyes. I, I, I forgot what it is. I can't believe I'm I, blanking on it. ISD. No, the 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 the, the I, no. It was, here's what it was. It was the i analog game. Yes, of the week. i analog. <laughs> The I analog. It was the I analog game of the week, and we're, so we always His pick. Calls coming the, to you in mono. So we had to pick which games weren't you know like going to be right in the middle of the pack that weren't deemed high definition worthy by CBS. So let's get the the Gus Johnson game of the week. What do you have? What are the CBS games? All right, CBS games. Well, should, what, should we should we should we bring it. in Mike Ditka again yeah, early? Yeah. We'll do it according, we, according to. Okay, hold on a minute. Let's bring in Mike Ditka. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the games? I don't even know the games. <laughs> what are the games? I don't even know the games. What are the what are the games? Elron Hubbub. That's another guy to follow on Twitter. I don't okay, know. What's, right. what are the games? Baltimore, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Cincinnati. Mm. Oh, the broken dreams. Boy. I don't know. Buffalo, Cincinnati reeks of uh, cricky. <laughs> Cleveland, Jacksonville. That's three games. Cleveland, Jacksonville. Houston Jets. That's four. Oakland, Pittsburgh's five. Mm. Indy, New England, six. So we know Indy, New England, six. No, Indy, We sense. know that Oakland, Pittsburgh is probably going to be Gumby. Okay, because that's the two. That's the deuce. That's the the second game. Then three is going to be. I like the Cleveland Jacksonville game. No, well, three is probably. God. He just had Jacksonville, and I, I think I, don't, they, I well, think they're going to send they, him back yeah, down CBS there. The magic, the magic is too. CBS good. doesn't do it by wow. This is a better game than this game. It's about oh, it's percentage. Already, it's percentage. Yeah, no, and, percentage and Carolina, of the Carolina, to? Jacksonville is going to. What do you think? Do you have a guess? Do you have I mean, a guess for the I best Johnson say, game of the week? I think it's going to be the it's the the bowl of broken dreams. It's the Bills and, and the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, while while we're talking about the them, I mean, you have to, if you're an NFL coach, you have to look like a leader of men. You know, and I'm talking to you, Chan Gailey. I'm talking about the librarian glasses. Yeah. They, you can't be on the sideline with librarian glasses. Are you going to put a shawl on? Like when the offensive coordinator calls down, are you going to say, I'm on a fixed income? You, you, right. you, you've got to look like you inspire people. You have to lead them. Well, th- then the Snuggie's out then. The, yeah. the Snuggie's straight out. I mean, if, the if you're going to get a Snuggie on the sideline the there. Snuggie's out. I mean, just, you, you've got to, it's just, you know, look, and I'm, I'm looking at you, Dick Geron. I'm looking at you, Wade Phillips. At a certain point, these guys just go, well, I don't know if I'd follow him into battle. So I think it's odd, because uh, in Cincinnati, uh, with the Bills coming to town, I think Chan Gailey was preparing to coach in a Kraftmatic adjustable bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was going to happen. All right, we're going to take a break. You guys stay right here. Billy Bob Thornton is next, and then after Billy Bob, mm. you guys return. Mm-hmm. Jeff Schaefer and the Worm. Oh, was is that your your sling blade? Mm-hmm. Michael Winslow returns. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Make that helicopter noise and take yourself away. The man of a thousand, <laughs> <laughs> a thousand voices. Uh-huh. Worm is the uh, the the voice version of Lon Chaney of this podcast presented by Papa John's. NFL Fantasy Live, your home for fantasy football. With a 90-minute live show every Sunday leading up to kickoff. With our interactive controls, you choose which segment to watch. That's finished through your average. Who is going to cover them? Get back to what made you good. Or go live as our fantasy experts help you set your lineup for the day. All those are interesting options. Get the last-minute edge over your competition. NFL Fantasy Live, Sundays at 1130, exclusively on NFL.com. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Papa John's. We are thrilled to have with us a longtime friend of NFL Network. His film, Faster, is coming to a theater near you on November 24th. Please welcome Billy Bob Thornton to the program. Billy Bob, great chatting with you. 
Well, you too, Rich. Always. So I know you're a big Colts fan. Give me your give me your thoughts so far. They don't they don't look to me like a championship team, Billy Bob. Looks like something's missing here. What do you think? Well, you know, I know it's uh, probably like a broken record, but I mean they've they've just had so many people out. I mean, when you have a team that's known for uh, its uh, quarterback and its receivers, you know, and you got you got all your top receivers out it's you know it's a hard thing but i think also this year it just seems like so many teams that you don't expect to be good are good and uh you know whereas you know like in years past when we play jacksonville or or whoever it is you know or or uh houston you know right the texans uh, you think we're going to beat them and um this year, all those guys are good. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 no, and nobody has a uh, nobody really has a leg up. I mean, everybody's been bragging about the Steelers, but then you know they got it handed to them the other night. I so. know, and you take on the Patriots next. Your Colts take and, on the Patriots next uh, in New England. Good. Exactly, and who can who can explain that? You get uh, you get beat pretty bad by the Browns, and then you come back and just smother somebody like they did the other night. And I don't know. It's just such a crazy season I, I haven't seen an nfl season like this in years because I, I don't think anybody has it's no. really been because usually by now i mean this point last year uh your colts were undefeated the saints were undefeated and pretty much everybody figured well those are probably going to be your two super bowl teams right. and then uh and then of course both teams limped into the playoffs and then proved us all right that those were the super bowl teams but right now i mean you cannot say anybody i mean even with the giants you thought maybe the giants were the best team in the nfc they won right. five in a row and then the Cowboys, all of a sudden, they 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 found their their heart, they found their guts, yeah, and they started cool. playing with it. Well, you know that whole Cowboy thing was such a mystery to begin with, and and uh, and you know Wade Phillips is such a good guy, yeah. everybody likes him so much and everything. And uh, so I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's not like they hired a brand new coach to come in there. <laughs> no, uh, you know, they got the part, same. He they, was part of the problem, right? Wasn't he part I know. of the? You know, Jason Garrett's offense at times is part of the problem. Well, absolutely. And I think maybe it's just that it fired him up that there was some kind of change. It's like, well, now we've got a chance we can, you know, things are shaken up a little bit. So maybe maybe that was it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, because the Cowboys have a talented team, obviously. They have good players. But, I mean, they looked like guys who just, they looked like the Keystone Cops. I mean, you know, it was ridiculous. They couldn't do anything right. Couldn't do anything. And then all of a sudden you see what happened to the Giants. What do you think of, uh, of Favre? Uh, one of the, the, the best things that I've enjoyed uh, throughout your whole career, um, you know, sports-wise for sure, was you, you were the, the voice of the Favre Forever documentary that uh, right. we still show here on NFL Network. What do you think about what's going on with Brett Favre this year, Billy Bob? Well, you know, I, I've always been a big supporter of, Brett Favre, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of times people come down on him so much because, you know, when somebody's on the top, you know, they like to knock him off, and when he wouldn't tell you if he's coming back or not and all that kind of stuff, people got down on him. But, you know, I like Brett Favre. I I, I really believe that uh, when you have a team in turmoil like that and the, the problems with a, a, a coach that some of the players don't like and all that kind of thing, anytime there's dissension, I mean, people aren't going to play as well i believe and and with with brett i think maybe he really is um i think he's too beaten up i i, I just i mean because every time he goes on the field now something happens <laughs> I, I mean you know one week it's an ankle and the next week it's a shoulder or you know whatever it is 
And uh, I just think it's finally, you know, time when he's uh, he's just beaten up so badly. You know, he's still he's still a great quarterback. I still, you know, respect him so much. It's just uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just. After a while, the wear and tear it just gets to you. you know? That shot of him uh, being carted off New England—that was jarring to me. That to me, yeah. that to me was the the indication. Even though he did come up with his most prolific passing game the next week, right. it just struck me that that's that was the visual of yeah. of this this year that I, that makes me think he should have stayed on the farm. That and also you know what you saw in the newspaper <laughs> on the internet—that's another visual. But uh, you know, it just the whole it just maybe he should have stayed on the farm. You know. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, when something's in your blood and you want to do it, I guess you're always going to try to come back as much as you can. And, I, right. and I, I'm always going to respect the guy. And I, you know, being somebody who's been in the, you know, press a lot over the years, you know, you, you know what that can be like. And, you know, all those problems, like, uh, I mean, for instance, with, uh, I know it's probably an unpopular thing to say, but, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't say what Tiger Woods did with his life is the right thing to do. But at the same time, I don't think he owes me an apology for mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, uh, he owes his wife an apology, his family an apology. But in terms of, like, having to make a public apology so you can keep going in your career, I just think it's kind of ridiculous. Maybe his sponsors wanted it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's I mean, the dollars and cents that. talking right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure that was it. But, um, yeah, I mean, all, all that stuff aside, I mean, just in terms of, Playing ball, I think. Uh, I think the Vikings have more problems than Brett Favre. In other words, I, I think uh, any any time there's that much uh, sort of dissension on the team, and, right. and and when people aren't aren't in with the coach, they don't feel like he's with them. Uh, I, I think that's a problem that's probably bigger than the Brett Favre problem. Now I've asked you this question before: How does a guy from Arkansas become a Colts fan? How did, how did that happen, Billy Bob? Well, when I was a kid, you know, we didn't we didn't have a pro team, and uh, so everybody in uh, in my area, we we rooted for kind of the closest team. It was just, a, you know, traditionally that's what they did there, and so we were all St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans, and everybody was a Dallas Cowboys football fan, uh, which I was too. But um, I uh, loved Johnny Unitas and and that whole team, Raymond Berry, when I was a little kid, you know, and. Uh, um, so I was a Baltimore Colts fan because uh, you know Johnny U was just my guy. You know, I guess when you're a kid, you pick out somebody. Sure, that's my guy. Why know? not the high tops, the the the, the crew cut, the arm? But normally, you know, if you're a Baltimore Colts fan, you're upset about the whole move. So how, well, how did you make that jump? Well, I guess it's because I, I didn't live in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I'd lived in Baltimore, I might have uh, parted ways. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I don't know, and, and also, you know, when Peyton Manning got on the team, I just saw what a what an amazing guy he, he was. Is a, you know, he is. He, he's like RoboCop, man. I mean, he, he really is. is. He's just the thing is. I also love. You don't see another uh, quarterback uh, shoe off the punt team. You know, basically, right. we're we're going. Basically, look at the coach oh, yeah. on the sidelines. We're going for it right now. Oh, I don't absolutely. care what you think. I know you're the coach, but we're going for it. <laughs> you don't see anybody else do that. No, you really don't. And I mean, some of the big ones never did that. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I just think Peyton's the best. And uh, but you know, this year I just I look around the league and I see all these different uh, you know great players on every team, and I, I, I'm just I, I just have so much respect for for great players and the players that play with class and. 
obviously the Patriots are a mortal enemy of mine, but <laughs> but I still respect Belichick so much and and Tom Brady and those guys. So I, I think I just love sports so much that these days I, I'm not always, uh, you know, just a. It's not personal. You're it's not, not, it's, it's personal. not as personal. Yeah, I, I'm just enjoying watching great athletes. And at the same time, you know, we have things going on this year that are uh, so controversial. I mean, like the helmet-to-helmet hits and all that kind of thing. And, and I, I just I think back to the old days, and I'm thinking, well, you know, what, would they have done that? Would they have, would they have changed a rule because people are getting hit too hard? And, and, you know, probably not. But at the same time, it's like, well, I don't remember people taking shots like that. You know, right. I mean, I just so. it, I think the high in all honesty, I think the high definition slow motion, 20 cameras where there's, you know, stop motion that now I mean, it, it we see things in a different way now than we didn't obviously back in the day. And and on on our Sunday morning show, Billy Bob, we, we had a piece about the Raiders and, and uh, Chiefs a couple weeks ago to uh, to preview the game that we saw. And the hits that we saw on the old NFL films, we were talking to each other on the set while we're watching it that. In, if those hits were in today's game, people would have been fined a quarter of a million dollars in just <laughs> right. one, four quarters of action. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there were guys who were notorious. I mean, you know, there are the obvious ones, like Jack Tatum. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- there were guys that they talked about about just being brutal and all the old stories you hear that we used to love. And now we're we're thinking, well, now we're supposed to not love these stories. You know, like the stories about guys getting on the bottom of a pile and, like, poking their finger in a guy's eye and... You know all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a real weird thing because as a as a defensive back or a linebacker or somebody, you it, it's got to affect you if you know you're going to get fined or possibly suspended or whatever, and you're you're about to tackle a guy, and sometimes those guys you you can tell. I mean, when you're watching television, when a guy does a helmet to helmet where he really didn't mean to, to do that. Right. It, well, he wasn't taking a shot. He was. Just trying to tackle a guy, and it, and it so happened that he hit him in the helmet. Well, that the and league doesn't care about that at this point. Yeah. No, they, they, it's like they they don't care if you meant to do it or not. Yeah. Uh, and the brief time we have left here, I want to talk films with you real quick. When when you um, prepared for Friday Night Lights, what did you did you chat with coaches? Did you did you did you go down to the high school scene in Texas before the the cameras rolled, Billy Bob? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I saw a couple of games in Austin, um, and you know, got to know the people in Odessa pretty well. Uh, and I, I did work with coaches. Um, we had some real assistant coaches and head coaches and everything else who were playing the assistant coaches in the movie, mm-hmm. and those guys were invaluable. I mean, they just helped me so much. But also, I grew up in it. You know, I mean, right. my dad. My dad was a high school coach. He, I didn't know that. Is that right? Oh yeah, and uh, so you grew uh, up with Friday Night Lights, basically. Oh, well, yeah, in a way. Uh, my dad was a basketball coach. Okay, uh, and he also coached baseball some, which ended up being my sport. But um, he had been a football player in high school and college and everything, and and just that whole atmosphere. You know, uh, I pretty much channeled my dad. Uh, but what's funny about it is, I um, there were two parts to my dad. There, were, there was the guy in Friday Night Lights. But there was also the guy in Mr. Woodcock in my dad. <laughs> so, as long as there so, was no bad, as long as there was no bad Santa, I think we're fine. No, there's no bad Santa. But uh, yeah, I uh, I got to use uh, 
parts of my dad in a couple of movies. But, uh, oh, fantastic. Yeah. And in, uh, your co-star uh, in Faster, Dwayne Johnson, Warren Sapp's roommate at the University of Miami. Right. Back, did, did, did he talk at all about uh, those glory days? Did you talk at all about the, the football? We did talk about it a little bit. I mean, evidently, uh, you know, Dwayne was uh, in Warren's position. And uh, yeah. when he got hurt, uh, Warren took over, and then the rest is history. <laughs> yes, it is. And... Uh, I, I would. What's funny to me about it, though, is I've actually gone through this in my head, imagining this. What if Dwayne had been the one who had stuck with it, was in the NFL, and Warren was in a movie with me, playing playing this uh, guy in this action movie? I'd love to see that. I would too. Hey, listen, Warren's light on his feet. You just saw with the dancing. He can do that, and That's he's right. and he's a big character. He, he yeah. certainly is. I, I think he's great. I, and I got to tell you, he's good on TV. Yeah, Warren. he is. We I, have I really fun like every Sunday morning. We yeah. have fun, and when you know, I, it was funny when you said that. Uh, you know that you, you don't take this personally with the Patriots. I'm wondering if I if I spoke to you around six thirty, seven o'clock on Sunday Eastern Time, if you'd feel that way. That might be different. <laughs> <laughs> if I caught you in the heat of the moment, where do you, where do you watch your games normally? Uh, I usually watch them down in the recording studio. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, me and uh, my other box master. Associate JD Andrew, uh, he and I watch uh, watch the games a lot of times uh, when we're uh, we're supposed to be recording <laughs> and we're watching the games. You know, the only thing about it is, is being a Californian. You know, you uh, we, we we kind of um, well, you have to go to bed early on Saturday night. Is what I'm trying to get yes, at. Yes, <laughs> you do. You do. Because I you mean, gotta focus, man. You gotta I'm focus. You gotta you gotta be prepared. Yes, you do. Otherwise, I mean, nine o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's off and running. And sometimes, if I've been up late on Saturday, I, uh, (laughs) I, you know, I've missed half the games by the time I get up. You know. Oh, that's why you got NFL Network. We'll catch you up. Exactly. Well, Well, I I TiVo you guys too. So I love it. I love it. Hey, Billy Bob, uh, you're welcome here anytime. I I always love chatting with you. And uh, and good luck to your Colts. Well, thanks. And of course, to to your film Faster, which comes out on November 24th. Look forward to seeing it. Well, thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me. You bet. Anytime. That is Billy Bob Thornton on the Rich Eisen Podcast. That was Billy Bob Thornton, everybody. Again, uh, go see his film. It's uh, faster coming out on November 24th. The Worm returns with Jeff Schaefer, the executive producer and uh, creator, writer, along with his uh, lovely wife, Jackie Marcus Schaefer, every Thursday night, uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on FX. Very DVR-able when you're going up against real football on NFL Network. Yeah, although I have right, to say, Jeff Schaefer? Uh, very much so. We are, uh, we are, we are, we do amazingly well in DVR, which is how I watch TV anyway. But right. I have to say, last week, we had our second highest numbers ever. Is that right? Even up against a great yeah, game. Which we had our highest number ever. So I guess a lot of people, so I think you're, you're bringing the people. And uh, I got to say, mm-hmm. the show's 21, 22 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So this week, you, if, you, if, you, if you happen to, I'm not yes. saying you should, if you happen to depart from the NFL game for those 20 minutes, you're going to miss, what, one Cutler interception? <laughs> yeah. Maybe two? One in the end zone? Well, it depends if they're in the red zone or wow. not. Right, right. <laughs> you know, depends if they Was that protected? How many, how many people said yeah. yes on Sunday? Here comes the pick. Here comes the pick in the end zone. Dion said it. Man. Dion could smell a pick from a mile away. Yeah. Well, he would know. I mean, he's picked them all off pretty much, but... Man, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the Vic performance on Monday Night Football. Wow, that I mean, that is you can definitely safely say it was the greatest single game performance by a quarterback in NFL history. How can you say otherwise? First guy ever to throw for three hundred yards, 
rush for over 50, throw for four touchdowns, and run two in. And he did it by the third quarter. How could you... How Best could, regular season. Best regular season. That's never been done in the postseason, Worm. Just uh, how about how about this? Hey. I, 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 listen, I'm a dog lover. Yeah. Okay. I rescue dogs. Yeah. Please have your pet spayed or neutered. Yes. Help control the pet Thanks, population. Thanks, Bob Barker. Uh, I've forgiven the guy because I've seen how, uh, I've uh, you know, what he said to, to Jim Mora on our network. So, but that said, that said, it's still difficult to to not think about that stuff when he's doing it. But I can safely say that was the greatest performance by a quarterback I have ever witnessed. And he did it against McNabb. Okay, and he did it on the day McNabb signs his big fat contract. Just when you thought the 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 Redskins would make that big PR splash, forget about the benching. We're all fine, hunky dory. We're we're married. We're attached to the hip for four years, five years. Boom, boom. Mm. They just set the Redskins back. I think they put the nail in their coffin, if you think about it, in 2010. Yeah, and I will say this, that even though uh, the Redskins signed McNabb to that big contract right before the game, I did hear, maybe uh, Jason Lockin Ford, maybe you can, mm-hmm. can uh, give me corroboration on this, I heard that Shanahan was thinking of pulling McNabb at the end because he wasn't familiar enough with the down by 31 offense. He was, it's difficult. Grossman knew it. Grossman knows no, it. No, 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 no. He knew that offense. He just didn't think he had the cardiovascular endurance to pull it off. I mean, that's a lot of points to come back. No, that's, I mean, it is. Because you're going to be throwing a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot of cardiovascular endurance to watch another team just run up and down on your defense. It, wow. That was unbelievable. How about the, you see the first, numbers? By the way, first first time ever a road team in NFL history has been up 28 nothing after the first quarter. The, the, that's never the, happened. The first play either. after the first play of the second quarter, they were 35 nothing. So in 15:09, they had 323 yards of offense in 13 first. And McNabb has nothing to do with it. I mean, McNabb and that offense sputtered. They they went three and out four times yeah. in a row. So they kept putting that defense back on. Um, and then you know Santana Moss had one go off his hands. Albert, Albert Hainsworth took a nap. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> he had nap time. That was great. I've never seen he took. He had nap time. He, I'm yeah. down. I'll have a cookie. Night, night. But uh, he did. He went night, night. Uh, I got to say though, from also from a fantasy perspective. Yes. I mean, there are. I mean, the amount of points that that Vic. Did, I mean, there are a lot of fantasy owners right now who I'm right. sure would let Vic babysit their dog. Who has Vic in? <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't uh, Darnell Dockett tweeted during the game that Vic's playing so well that even dogs are rooting for him now? Oh, that's good. Darnell Dockett tweeted that during the game. Also, I don't know if you heard T.O. tweeted during the game. Oh, man. T.O. tweeted during the game, uh, essentially, how can you get, give a guy $75 million based on this perfor- performance like that? So he, went, he, he beasted on McNabb during the game. And people pile on him. Piled on T.O.? Oh, Roddy White piled on him, too. Yeah, Roddy White basically said, yeah. "I've never even heard of the guys that McNabb's throwing to, and he's two and 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 the, you're two and seven, right?" Which is what McNabb said. McNabb didn't say, "I don't know the name of the guys I'm throwing to," but McNabb said on Tuesday, he said that uh, I don't know how they can talk about what we're doing over here when they're two and seven, and plus Carson Palmer makes more money than I do. So all that stuff's going on right now with with the back and forth, but and that's but that's catnip for but us. How much in the money? Media, did, I mean, how fans, much money but, did Vic make for that new contract? Is that another hundred million dollar contract well, now? Th- there's no way that uh, the Eagles are letting him walk. No. And I think Lock and Four reported that on Tuesday too. That he's already. That's it's, so who it's, gets? It's, uh, so who gets Cobb? Who gets Cobb next year? Because Cobb's not going to sit around there. No, they're going to. They're going to. They'll get someone else. I don't know. No, he was guaranteed six million next year, right? I don't know about that. Yeah, he is. Is he? There's a guaranteed contract. Someone, well, they'll they'll move him. They'll move. I mean, look. I mean, you look cannot. What you cannot move. Not, they, you Isn't cannot, that amazing? You though, can't how, move them. It's, That's you what I love about this 
sport, man, is just every game is, an opportunity. is monumental. It's an opportunity. It's every game is an opportunity. Momentum can change in two seconds flat. You can have a great season. You yep. can win five in a row like the Giants. And then lose half your, lose half your offensive line Boom. and your best possession receiver. Boom. Boom. Look at that. Now, Giants had maybe, arguably, the deepest crew of wide receivers in the NFL this year coming in. They put on, remember the kid Cruz, who made the team? Right. They put him on IR because... Figured they don't have a spot for him. They didn't want to lose him. They got to hang now. Didn't want to lose him on their practice squad. They got a cat named... and uh, Someone who who follows Giants pretty closely. Mm -hmm. They have a cat named Duke Calhoun as their third wide receiver right now. Is that right? Duke Calhoun. Cinderous Moss they got rid of too, right? I'm sorry? uh, Sonoris Moss. Oh, yes. They got rid of him. They re-signed Hagen. By the way, Duke Duke Calhoun. Giants. Was he he at Archie Bunker's bar? Wasn't he in Archie Bunker's place? I think he was in Archie Bunker's place. I don't know if the guy's ever played before, but he's on the ball. He's actually on the football. Duke. The Duke is on the ball. That's about it. I don't know if it's a different Duke. I think it's a a different Duke from Giants. It's actually... Giants may not make the playoffs. As another field Oh, come on now. No, if the Eagles went out there, watch out that Packers... Watch out that both either come from... It's Atlanta It's Atlanta and the Saints and Tampa. I think the South gets two, and I think the East gets two. I don't think the second one's going to come from the North. Certainly ain't coming from the Who West. Who can come from the Because South? I have stats. Who can come from the South? Don't, don't sleep on the Bucks. Yeah. Don't sleep on the on the Bears' schedule. What stats you at, at Mammal, mm-hmm. home Philadelphia, at Detroit, home New England, at Minnesota, home Jets, at Green Bay. Thank you. Thanks for playing. Thank you for playing the feud. You, you're mean, sticking a fork in the Bears? I think I'm the Bears saying, can win on Thursday they're not, night. They're, yeah. Absolutely. But well, but look at, what's Miami doing? I mean, Miami is almost reduced to now going out and getting a McCown. And as I've told you before... The McCown think, brothers. Oh, do not sleep on Tyler Thigpen. Do not. The Thigpen era? Do not sleep on him. He, they, He's they, good, by they the way. Scored, they scored like I 20 like points a game. I like him. When he was quarterback at Maybe they'll go for Marino. Maybe they'll try and get Marino. Maybe Earl Morrill, Don Strzok. Or, or, or Laces Out, right? We'll yeah. Get Laces Out. But what uh, a mess. The other game. Uh, Ray Finkel. The, uh, the, I mean, the Brady, Brady versus Manning. Let's talk about this one. That's, but before we get to Brady Manning. Uh, I just talked about that with Billy Bob a little bit. The, here's the Patriots. Let's talk about the Patriots real quick here. This is a team, I know that they blew it against the Browns, but the Browns, you know, on any given Sunday are one of those teams that can hit They're you. They're playing hard. They're playing hard. Every they got, we already spoke about this about Colt McCoy. The Patriots, what they did, what they showed me, okay, is they showed me they are flat out back to their championship caliber. They are flat out back to it. They're a better team without Moss. They made the right move right there. Okay, they might not be able to stretch the field, but they're doing exactly what they did in their three Super Bowl seasons. It's just spread you out. Dink, 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 dink. Now they got these two tight ends. Ronkowski had how many touchdowns? Three. 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 Okay, three. And it's unbelievable Aaron what Hernandez. they can do. Aaron Hernandez was shut out. But that said, you're seeing Brady at his highest level. He's screaming and yelling. He was locked in. The thing that really impressed me was that defense. Mm-hmm. Now that defense let up in the fourth quarter. They're young, so they don't know how to play quarter one through four yet. Yet, but they're getting it. Pelichek is coaching them up. They're better week to week. Chung was amazing. He is just, and this kid, Ninkovich, all of these kids, McCourty, they are being coached up, all and they efforts. are getting better. And in the fourth quarter, they thought the game was over, and they let Roethlisberger loose. Mike Wallace was getting loose. They played loose in the fourth quarter, and they let the score run up. And I guarantee you, Belichick is kicking their behinds this week with that. The eight penalties, he can find the warts to be pounding the Patriots with this week. He will do that. He always does that. But what I'm seeing is frightening. 
they could be the Super Bowl winner. Now, obviously, you can choose a whole bunch of other people, but right now I see Brady at the top of his game with the unit that offensively that they need to move forward, and defensively they're getting better, and they're going to get better, and they're going to soon play for all four quarters, those kids, and watch out. I agree with your assessment that Brady's at the top of his game, but we do have to mention this. We mentioned before when I was last on the podcast. We've got to, we've got to just continue to monitor mm. the problem that is Brady's hair. And, that's, and are, what's the what is your issue? Well, with I mean, that? are we now aiming for a playoff ponytail? I mean, is that are we going <laughs> we, for that? If he gets to the Super Bowl, is it going to be feathered? I don't what, know. What are we he doing? Wait, 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 honestly, can you sit in the bench and listen to him berate you when he's flipping his hair back? Yeah. Like a diva? I wish I could do that. No, well, it was like uh, a Garnier fructus uh, ad. It was, I mean, it, what it, was that? Hey, man, he is just awesome. He's playing great football. He is awesome. He's playing an MVP candidate. Yeah. Now, to, to Peyton Manning this week, I think they're in trouble. They don't play nearly as well on the road. And I don't think... From what I've seen out of the Colts' offense, that they can match New England point for point. And it's going to be up to Freeney to go home to New England and, and really make things difficult. Because if Brady's going to sit back there and do what he did, and the Steelers couldn't touch him. Steelers couldn't touch him. Harrison, pull him uh, up. Uh, I mean, it, it goes back to the him. Steelers issue, which no one wants to talk about. When they lost Aaron Smith, they have no pass rush. They have no fr- pass rush from, the, from their guys in the, on, on the defensive line. No, and the, gi- and the Giants prove that's the way you can. That's the way you have to be. Everything has got to come from Harrison. These guys blitzing and all that. And get guys get singled up. And Palomalu is not the same player he was. He's still a great player. Not the same player. He's just not. And so they have issues. They have some issues. They have to. They hide things mm-hmm. a little bit. They're still great against the run. They're still a pain. That, they're still very, very good. But they're just a, a hair. You know, there's just a tick down. Mm-hmm. No, Brady, Brady had enough time back there to, to braid his hair. He did. I don't think he goes ponytail. No. He's already lost my wife. I mentioned this previously that she can't, she can't, she doesn't like the hair. No. But hey, Giselle, that's it. I was watching the game with, with, one of, with one of my buddies who's not really that big of a football fan. And Brady goes, throws this incredible touchdown pass. And the two of us don't say a word. And then all of a sudden he sits next to me and goes, and he's married to a supermodel. That's his commentary. What a gig. What a yeah. life. Before I let you go, can you tell me anything about Curb? Can you can you can you give me a hint? Can you uh, give me I know I know that you shot stuff in New York. We, shot we've stuff already in New York. gotten we got that out of Larry in week three. Yep. We got that out of you two weeks later. What can you uh, get, what can you give me? All I can tell you is right now mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to a Palestinian chicken restaurant. <laughs> Oh, yes. That is all I will say yes. to you good people. It's a peak. I'm going oh. to go back to a Palestinian chicken restaurant. Now, does this thing really exist, or you have created this hybrid? Uh... There are amazing, there are amazing Palestinian chicken restaurants in the city. You just have to know where to look for them. <laughs> um, are you not, are you, are you, is it Palestinian or Lebanese? Because there's uh, good Lebanese There are a few chicken. good Lebanese ones. There are a few, there are a few that go deeper. There are a few that, uh, that we can go... <laughs> Are you sure not hanging on the Gaza Strip or? Well, no, no. Mean? This is there. There is no, there's, there's some great and the chicken is and the ch- I'll just say the chicken is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Can you so, tell so me? Who's, can you tell oh. me who's there? Is Richard Lewis there? Can you at least uh, give me who's there? A few of the gang. A few of the gang. Oh, the gang. Is Funk is know, in there? I may be going to see him. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know the place. The Ramallah Rotisserie. I know it. I knew it. <laughs> the Ramallah Rotisserie. Who knew? I will say no more. Been there right. on Westwood. Fantastic. And when does it? When do we finally get curb? Is season eight? Is it season yeah, eight? Yeah, season eight. We uh, next year. March. 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 We're uh, oh, we're gonna we finish shooting right before Thanksgiving. Well, again, congrats on the league. It's hey. blow, it's blowing up. You guys yeah. are killing it's been, it. It's been really fun. Really fun. You know, and um, and say hi to your wife. 
Uh, thank you for having me. Worm, it's always a pleasure. Can I, I wait, have to do the pub? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. The, wait a minute. I have to pub wait, something. You, oh, you've got, you, you want to publicize something? Publicize, yes. Are you here to promote something? Yes, yes. All right. Uh, friend, friends of friends, uh, Matt Light, speaking of the, of the Patriots, the Matt Light Foundation. He, he, wait a minute. He texted me. He wanted me to do this. Okay. But, so he's, but he's, I have someone. Well, he thought, he thought Worm wasn't available. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, he didn't talk so to me. Matt, I have a connection. Matt Light through, is getting it. I have a connection through there. Please go nice, ahead and promote very, it. You, nice saved me, you saved me the trouble later on now. It's the Matt Light, you know, his, his, I can't believe his, found, this. his foundation. He called me yesterday. Yeah. And he's just like, whatever you can do to get this out there because I'd help raise money for my well, foundation. Well, the person who. Well, it's a friend PR, of the friend of the friend. PR, the person who does PR for him I guess and, this founda- and, and his foundation. Oh, it's all good. Go ahead. Do it. Friends. I love friends. it. I love it. Go so ahead. So his foundation deals with at risk teenagers. Mm-hmm. And he's given away. Now, yeah, I think you have to buy your raffle tickets today, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think it's Thursday. Right. Four club seats. Mm-hmm. Cash for your belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet Brady, Welker, and Light after the game. Wow. You get this gigantic. Portrait of Welker and Brady. I don't know if that's you do. Okay, what, is, gigantic. Where do you hang that? Is it, an, know, is it an oil painting? It's an oil painting. I don't know. They're both Welker? shirtless, riding on the back of a tiger. It. The funny thing is that Moss it's was in the velvet. painting, but they have since yeah. wiped them out. Yeah. I don't know how they. Okay, and what do you do? Go to go, go to netraffle.org. Netraffle.org. And just go to the bottom of the page, and you'll see the Matt Life Matt Foundation. Life Foundation. Well done. All right, and now get uh, now get the, the 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 promo for the league. And hold on a minute. Here we go for, here for the National Football League Network's NFL replay slate of games. Let's hear it. Okay, what are the what are the games? I don't even know the games. I don't even know the games. What are the games? What right. are the games? Eight o'clock. Yeah. Toro v Spotted Cat. So the Gus Johnson game right out of the gate. You're right. not even waiting for Wednesday. We're getting them right on the air. First game, first NFL replay game out of the game. Hook him in. Okay, hook him in. Uh, Nine fifteen, Green Mechanical Bird v Bad Helmet. Jets, Browns. That, man, what a double header, huh? What a yeah. double dip. Wednesday, hmm. the Embraceable Use v the Nineteenth Century Intrepid Miners. So that's the Colts against embraceable the use. Embraceable U is no, no, no. Embraceable U is Ram. Ram Forty Nineers. Why is it Another Embraceable U? That's the name of their old when they were the L.A. Rams. Uh-huh. That was the name of the cheerleaders. <laughs> okay. No. And nine fifteen is low. Can't imagine why that didn't work. I out. couldn't. <laughs> go for it. Use. Oh, the use. Oh, I see yeah. the sheep. The little yeah. female sheep. Oh, goodness gracious. Go for it. It's the last one. It's it's. That's oh, the sorry. last one. Lone Star versus Gotham Blue. Dallas and Giants. He was Painful. he was absolutely inconsolable. And the lights but, went out. But I'll tell you what, though, he wasn't full on Tourette's because of that five game win streak. He he was still a little bit sated. But you you're you're good. You're fine. We're good. We'll see. Sunday's gonna be. A... He's still more angry about Standard Time. He's oh, still, he's still more angry oh, about. Oh, don't it even get me started. Dark here. <laughs> don't even. It's four fifty three. I'm on the beach Friday. Gorgeous. Doing a workout. You're it's, working on the beach. We're working. Oh yeah, the beach workouts. This is a different. This has become a very different oh, podcast. Oh, he's there at the shake weight. <laughs> yes, I'm at the shake weight. <laughs> there at the dune with the it's, shake weight. I'm, I'm like, it's four. And I'm like, I'm like, it's sun's going down. Oh, man. I mean, it's on the horizon going yeah. down. And whoa, look at my watch. Four fifty-three. He's so upset. And I sent the note time. out saying, "This is absurd." This is not right. Who should send the note to? That's the, to the world. Santa, oh, you're tweeting. Santa Claus. Yes. You're like an angry man I said, tweeting. where are we? Sweden? Wasilla, Alaska? You didn't tweet peep that one, did you? No. Glasgow? No, that one I haven't seen. Okay. Where are we? All right. Thanks Fix for, it. Good to see you.
I'm gonna go fix that. I'm Ten. gonna go shoot and we'll go fix that. And I will say hi to the the curb folks for me. I certainly will. Good. Certainly That's will. Jeff Schaefer. Watch his show uh, or DVR. I have to say that here, being yes. a, an NFL Network uh, production here. Uh, the league at 10:30 p.m. Eastern time on FX. Good to see you, Worm. Thank you, Rich. I'm now uh, off to Miami. Actually, I am too. For the Thursday night game. You're going. I'm going. You'll yeah. see my father, and my brother. Your father. The whole worms. The you worms. Them. The worms. I'm the youngest of five. So. Okay, youngest We're the Beverly five. Hills. Beverly Hills. The Beverly Hills worms. No, no. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies of Jews. At worm underscore 66. Let's get those numbers up on Twitter. Oh, sure. I'm at Rich Eisen. I'm also fa- Facebook.com slash Rich Eisen. Um, and uh, also, you can find this podcast on iTunes and also on my blog page, NFL.com slash Rich Eisen. That's it for this edition of. Uh, the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Papa John's. Next week, we come from league headquarters in New York when Thanksgiving week I will be there uh, for the Thanksgiving night game between the Jets and the Bengals. We'll have a whole uh, interesting crew put together for you. Hank Azaria is going to join me in person. Oh, superb. So, Hank, I think he does voices can, a little can you bring? You. Can you bring out the Noble Beast? The you Noble Beast. Yeah, this is what he could, when he came on uh, first year of NFL Network. He picked games in the voice of Apu and referred uh, to the Panthers awesome. as the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are very Noble Beast. So we'll talk about that with Hank Azaria next week on the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Papa John's.